Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Give us a review, a comment on the podcast. Also, if you listen to us after the fact, we'd love to hear from you guys. Put on Apple, Spotify, whatever. Give us a review, a comment. You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gain of Trucking. It's not very often, Sip, on this show from 6 to 8 a.m., that we get breaking news. But there was breaking news regarding Nebraska during the commercial break, which I will read from you. Ready for this, Chip? This is per Pete Thamel of ESPN, college football writer. Per Pete Thamel, sources, Rams assistant Jake Peets is expected to be Nebraska, join Nebraska as quarterback coach and an undetermined special teams role. He is the former LSU OC and coached quarterbacks for the Raiders and with Matt Rule in Carolina. He's a former Nebraska player from 2003 to 2005. Yes, Jake, Jake Pete. Interesting, joining the staff. It looks, it appears. Um, yes, O'Neill, Nebraska. He's 38. He's had quietly a, a very strong rise in the profession. Jake Peets. Jake Peets twice has coached at Alabama, uh, 2013. 2013, he was an offensive analyst on Nick Saban's staff. 2018, he was an offensive analyst. He's been in the NFL. I mean, my God, he was he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars as an assistant quarterbacks coach in 2012. Washington Redskins offensive quality control coach in 2014. Raiders senior offensive assistant in 2015. Raiders assistant quarterbacks coach in 2016. Raiders quarterbacks coach. That's Carr, right? Yes. 2017. Yep. yep. That's Derek uh, Carr. Yep. Uh, Carolina Panthers. So now he was with he was with Matt Rule in 2019 and 2020 with the Carolina Panthers as. He was a running backs coach in 2019 and quarterbacks coach in 220. So, I mean, Jake, the takeaway if you're listening is that he's got an extensive resume and he's done it kind of quietly. I mean, he was the LSU play caller. Um, he called plays at LSU. What year was that? It doesn't show on here. Oh, yeah, 2021. He was a play caller at LSU. He made a million three, Jake. He made $1.3 million. He, he, for some reason, Jake flies under the radar a little now, bit. No, LSU replaced the coaching staff. They hired Brian Kelly right. before this past season. Right. right. They, I mean, they didn't have a good year in 2021. But Jake was the – he called plays. So, yeah, that's – I didn't I, – I would – I didn't know he'd be part of this staff. But this is this is pretty big news. Again, per Former Pete, Husker. Per Pete Thamel, we're going to read again. Sources say Rams assistant Jake Peets is expected to join Nebraska as quarterback's coach – and an undetermined special teams role. 
That's two interesting gigs together. It's strange. Quarterbacks and special teams. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It doesn't matter. Quarterbacks coach is the main thing. Jake is interesting to talk to in part because of those stints at at Alabama. And I've written about it. I mean, he, he talks extensively about what it's like to work for Saban. We can get into that tomorrow. It's a pretty good guy to work under. Yeah, and he and he he goes he'll go into great detail about what it was like to work for Saban. The level of accountability, the level of daily accountability. Um just how Saban had his hands in all parts of the program. And if Saban, if you came across Saban and he asked you a question, you better know the answer. I mean, that that, or if you're in a meeting with him, you better be ready. You better be ready. A good point from the text line regarding Jake Peets and someone he's worked with. Someone said, "Wouldn't so did Mickey work under Jake Peets at LSU then?" No, Mi- Mickey no, was Jake- there in 2021. Mm. If 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 Peets was the LSU okay, OC yeah. last year, Mickey Joseph was there last year and would have worked yes, underneath him. Would have worked underneath him. That which I don't think I would not read anything into that. That's my counsel. Okay, wouldn't read. Again, I yeah. wouldn't read anything. For those just in, we we still have no news on Mickey Joseph. There's no, no. we have nothing. And, of and, staying, going, nothing. Here. And there's no, you know, there's. I would read zero into Jake Pete's being named as it relates to Mickey's situation. Yeah, they did happen to coach together for a year. Just pointing out that yeah. they they've yeah. been together before. Doesn't mean they're for inex- one season. Does not mean they're inextricably linked forever. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, it was just someone pointing out in the text slide, okay? It is a... It is a I would read that's nothing. Fact, that's factual. I would read nothing into that. Okay, there's your breaking news. Jake Thank Pete's you. Not again. That's per Pete Thamel. Expect to be on the staff with Matt Rule. Thank you. I Don't you think by Friday we'll know the whole staff, or is, it, is that too early? No, I think it would be close. Four right now. Five now. You know Five. Um, no, today's Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. What, when do you believe the whole staff will be I in place? You, I, I mean, it is possible they have eight or nine. There's a couple that are unresolved on Friday, but very close to 10, I imagine. Um, five right now. Five right now. Okay. Four six four five six eight five. call or text as always. We, we refer, we uh, mentioned this in the first hour, but. As you pointed out, O'Shawn Mathis uh, tweeted out yesterday he's going he's to talk to Mickey Joseph, but at this point he's leaning toward entering into the NFL draft. Not official, not done, but he's leaning toward entering the NFL draft. Now, regarding him, Sip, I mean, he's one player, but we we know that there's going to be players who leave via the transfer portal. Who, which would be the most devastating players to lose to the portal? Uh, is I Casey you, Thompson number one? No, no, I think Garrett Nelson's. Garrett number Nelson's one. number one. That's yeah. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I can I, go with that. I think um, Garrett not only not only because of the tangibles, but the intangibles. I mean, he's a he was a captain, and he is a Nebraska kid, and he is his energy is in, un, incredible energy. He brings incredible energy to to the to the scene daily. Um, and Garrett, I mean, we've said on Husker online that, that there, I think there's a possibility that he would jump in the portal as a junior, 
from Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. <laughs> I don't know. That makes me uneasy. That makes me uneasy. Um, Casey would be next as as someone that you would you would really, really it would really hurt you. Then AJ Allen or, or AJ that running back AJ Allen. Yeah, AJ yeah, Allen. That would right, really right. that would really really be a blow. Big body blow. Those are the guys I'd say. I, I would think at this point, because of how he finished the year, Ernest Houseman's in that conversation. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, just I, because I, he's young. Oh and, yeah, and no doubt, should, no doubt, it'd he, be a blow. That's a guy that you saw, you know, easily get better. I mean, he he was not very good to start the year. Understandably, still as a no, true. You're freshman. right. No, you got it. The last four games, he turned into a, a dang good player. Right. I guess. Be, yeah. I just he's got to be pretty high in that list of guys that would be devastating to lose because right of how many years he has left and how good he looked to end the season and that he's from Nebraska. Yeah, he's right there. He's right there. I mean, wouldn't you have to put Quentin Newsom right ne- right right next? I mean, the, there's a lot. There's a lot of guys. There's but, a lot that would be devastating. And, and again, as there's we, a lot. Can, can I? Say, I mean, is that true? Is there a lot that would be devastating off a? Of Four win team. Well, it's 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 the fact that the team looked okay to end the season. Now they lost their quarterback, which was un- unfortunate. Without Casey, they didn't look the same, Mm-mm. right? No, we're just trying to but, identify the I mean, most. This, right, but but that's why I'm saying the in terms of devastating. This was not a bad football team. No, it really wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean, think about even it. even against Michigan where they got blown out. They 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 looked okay, which I know sounds weird to say <clears> that. <throat> but they looked okay in that game defensively. Defensively, for sure. yeah. they didn't have their starting quarterback and special teams rounded into form this year yes, in a lot of ways. It did. Yeah, when we say Nebraska wasn't that bad, they were. I mean, come on, thirty-one twenty-eight to Northwestern. Just whip that one around. That's five win. That's five wins. Georgia Southern, you're a possession away. Okay, that's six. Yeah, I, people hate it when you play this game, and I understand why. Um, Minnesota, you're close. So you're close in these games to being a bowl team. You're very close. But, is Jake, when we say most devastating, Garrett Nelson, number one. How about, how about this take from Greg on this topic? He says, Jake, you are settling. There is no one on this team that will be devastating to lose. Yeah, that's, a, that's a fair take. I don't necessarily agree with it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's if, fair, though. You can say, yeah, you're right. In, in that element, Greg, Nebraska, none of these players <laughs> made it to a bowl game in Nebraska the last few years they've been here. It's been since 2016. We've not seen a bowl game. But So I understand your point there. I get that, but I also, we just established it's not a bad team, so there's going to be players that are valuable. Garrett Nelson was second team all Big Ten. Yes, he was. Yeah. you No, that's a lot. That would be a gigantic loss to this program. And Casey would be, too. Well, Garrett. So, who do we establish number three? Get, by the way, Garrett is also a great spokesperson for Nebraska. Right. Who's number three? Who's number two? Oh, Casey. Yes. Garrett. AJ Allen's number three. Casey. AJ Allen. Where, where's Ernest at? Four. Four. So, O'Shawn. What? What? But hang on. O'Shawn not going to the second. portal. He's he'd be going to the NFL. I I would pause on AJ Allen for this reason only. Oh, why? Well, number one, <clears throat> Barthol, EJ Barthol is coming in from UConn. Uh, had had a couple good freshman running backs on his roster. Oh, if he, come on. he could bring one of those two of those guys with him, possibly. You saw what AJ Allen looked like. I did, but he that's also a, didn't. He, how many star. games did he play? Four games this a year. Future star. He future appears star. to be a future star. I'm gonna I'm gonna slow my roll and say that he I he would it would suck to lose him. I'm not gonna say it would be devastating to lose. 
AJ Allen. I'd love to keep him. Don't hear me. Don't hear me wrong on that. I'd love to keep AJ Allen, but I, I kind of expect him to move on without Brian Applewhite sticking Jeez, around. I don't want to hold on. Hold, 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 hold. I don't. I'm not of that mindset. Okay, we can disagree. You expect I don't him to stay? Expect him to move on. I, I think it's fifty-fifty. Okay. Okay. O'Shawn Mathis. Is he, is he number three? No, he's not going to the portal. He's going to the NFL, and he's probably five or six. But you or would seven. be losing him, though. Yeah, six, seven. Although he came on late. I mean, think about it. He he started against Michigan and was strong in that game. Had a good game against Michigan. Had a 13-yard sack against Wisconsin and then was excellent against Iowa. I think he had six quarterback pressures in that game. Yeah. Um, so, now, oh, Sean, though, his numbers, his numbers, 50 tackles, five – Five tackles for loss is all you got. Five. Five. Three and a half sacks. Yeah. I'm surprised he's considering the NFL. I, I am too. Those are pedestrian numbers compared to guys that we don't even think about. Like Greg McMullen. How about Greg McMullen? I remember that name. How about Greg McMullen from Ohio? in 2014 from Akron? Yeah. Um, nine TFLs, ten quarterback hurries. And he was labeled as a disappointment. For yeah. Nebraska. He was labeled as a disappointment for Nebraska. Greg ten, ten quarterback hurries. O'Shawn Mathis, six quarterback hurries. I mean, I mean, you you can go inside, go inside the line. Malik Collins, Jake, Malik Collins in 2014, 14 TFLs. Oh, he had he, he's still in the NFL. Thirteen quarterback hurries from the interior. That's, not not an edge guy. That's the guy's had a, a long NFL career so far. Malik Collins. 13 quarterback hurries for Malik compared to six for the edge guy, O'Shawn. I'm not dogging O'Shawn. He just didn't put up numbers. O'Shawn was a disappointment at Nebraska. Let's be clear. I mean, that's, let's be real. Nebraska fans were expecting him to be a guy that could be a first or second teamer as a pass rusher, and he didn't deliver that. Randy Gregory. Just Let's just, let's just take a moment to to remember Randy Gregory as an edge rusher. Okay. In 2013, okay, O'Shawn Mathis. O'Shawn Mathis, six quarterback hurries. In 2013, Randy Gregory, 18 quarterback hurries. 18. O'Shawn Mathis, tackles for loss, five. Randy Gregory, 19 tackles for loss. He was a monster. Uh, That was 10 starts. That was a guy that was going to be – a top five pick yeah. before things happened there. 66 tackles, 10 and a half sacks for Gregory. Had a pick for a TD against. Had a pick for a TD against. You're very good at this, usually. Well, I, me- oh, I-, I remember Avery Moss had a pick against Northwestern. We were so talking about the- Randy Gregory. I know. I'm- well, I got to think about Randy. I don't remember. South Dakota State. I don't remember that play. <laughs> I remember the Avery Moss pick six against Northwestern. I don't remember that one. I mean, you go back to Eric Martin. I mean, we're, we're talking about edge rushers yeah, now. Yeah. Eight Eric, and a half sacks. Yeah. And it, it was, 18 TFLs. He was a linebacker the previous year. And, and they, they, they had to it. find a pass rusher. <laughs> eight and a half sacks. They had to find a pass they rusher. They built a pass rusher. They did. He had, he had 18 TFLs. Eight and a half 18 sacks. 18 TFLs, eight and a half sacks, Eric Martin. I mean... Built See, that guy. I mean, I would say to Jason. Developed. I would say to O'Shawn, no, 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 those guys weren't. Eric Martin wasn't a surefire NFL guy. 
per our friend Jay Foreman, former Husker and a, and a you know NFL player, host of uh, old school, he says O'Shawn Mathis is simply not NFL ready. Okay, it'd be a bad decision for him to leave. Hmm. I mean, I can't disagree with you or, or Jay. I mean, O'Shawn is simply, but based on what we saw this season, not ready for the NFL. That's just factual. Up, he didn't put up numbers. What did? What would anyone say that wants to say he's ready for the NFL? What What could they go from this year to prove that he is? No, what could you say? Well, he you finished could, the year strong. Hold okay, on, where yeah. was he the rest of the season? No, no, you could do that. He, I mean, you, I mean, you're asking the question. What could you do? Watch the Iowa tape. Okay, if he had like four sacks of the game, sure. He had he had six quarterbacks. I don't care. Game. Sacks. Finish off the place. Oh, Sean's a good player. Uh, he is a good player. I'd like one to thing, see him back. Yeah, there's one thing. It's one thing being a good player. It's another. It's another being an NFL player, right? And yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. That's why I was interested in that tweet. Now, I mean, we're not singling out O'Shawn Mathis for any criticism. It's just he he tweeted that he's thinking about the NFL, and we're responding. And nowadays, by the way, with these guys getting paid, we're not picking on kids anymore. You understand? Yes. We're not picking on a kid. He could be an NFL second year player at his age. Right. Right. I mean, and he's getting money. He's getting paid. So don't I don't I don't think you hear it. But in terms of how I approach assessment publicly of players, it's changed. Casey Thompson's twenty five years old. He's twenty four years old. I mean, he's not a kid. No. You can criticize him. Just like you criticize who's Daniel your quarterback. Hackett. Who's your quarterback? Tua. Tua. Just like you criticize Tua. Yeah, they're similar ages. Yeah, probably, probably, probably all the same age. Casey might be he older. Probably, yeah, he might be. O'Shawn is a grown man getting paid. He's open to criticism now. The, the landscape changed in that regard for me. I mean, that's that's the way it is. So we're evaluating O'Shawn a little more, probably a little more harshly than I would than it than he would have been evaluated at least by me publicly in 1999 when nobody was getting paid. These guys are getting paid now. Oh yeah. And he's getting paid handsomely. Yes, he is. And he, frankly, did not deliver enough for what he was getting paid. Right. It's a deal. I, I would say this before we get to break. Regarding, go back to Casey Thompson. If he's number two in our players, that would be devastating to lose. I don't expect to lose him. Oh, you don't? I don't. Well, let me ask you this. Where is he going? Is he going to go in the real world? He's not going to the NFL. He's too old for the NFL. He's not, he's not good he's enough. Too old for the NFL. He's not good enough for the NFL. Okay. And he's too old for the NFL. Are you sure he's not good enough to carry a clipboard in the NFL? I think so. You're sure he's not good enough to be a third-string NFL quarterback? No, he's not. Okay. You know and, better and, and, than I I'm do. Not, I'm not trying to criticize him. That's, it's, it's hard to be a third-string NFL quarterback. I know. I don't think Casey Thompson is an NFL quarterback. I genuinely asked you because you have a better feel for the NFL than I yeah. do. Now, there are, there are some guys you're surprised who last in the NFL, like Trevor Simeon's been there forever. So he's not as good as that guy that played at Missouri. Is it Chase, Chase Daniel? Daniel? Yeah. Did you watch him play in college? Yeah, he was better. Pretty dang good, wasn't he? Was better, he? Now yeah. he's old now. He's yeah. older. Yeah, I know so you're right. I, I just don't think you can you can convince me that Casey Thompson is an NFL quarterback, so I don't see him leaving for that. Can he transfer somewhere else? No, can he? Can yeah. he play somewhere next? Change year? coaching staffs. He can transfer. Matt Rule, it sounded like you wanted to keep Casey Thompson. Hard to say what, what those discussions are like. I, I mean, I tell you what, if I were Matt Rule – I would embrace the possibility of having Casey Thompson as your quarterback next yep. year, right? Yes. You saw you saw it. 
you saw the drop off. I mean, that was the probably the most informative thing about this 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 assessment was the drop off from Casey to the other guys. It was profound, right? Yes. I mean that to, that told that told you a lot about Casey's value, and then in, against Iowa, he was excellent. Excellent. I will make a prediction for myself, not for the show, for myself. I think Casey's back next season. <laughs> How can you? Make I'm not speaking for you this one. The distinction between. <laughs> <laughs> I speak for myself on this one, not for the show. You know, you're on the show right now, right? We're not just talking. I'm not speaking for you though. This one. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, hey, well, let's be clear. You never speak for me. Okay. <laughs> When do you speak for me? When I speak for the people, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think Casey's back. But I, if yeah. I'm wrong, you can you can laugh at me all you want. Oh, I never laugh. More next on an early break in the ticket.